Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. It is the five-time show, let your boo begin, where we drop knowledge bombs for you in Portland. Teach the proven systems to make your ends, so you can produce the greenery like all the Oregon. Sue will call you Franklin, cause you got Benjamins. We'll call you Ben Pearl, cause you just bought a Benz. And then you'll be bragging to your wife and kids that your wallet's overweight, but it used to be thin. Thumbs away, this is play broadcasting with the Zen, with the focus locked in like San Quentin. Can I get a B to the O, O to the M? You've heard the rumors, he is I, and I is him. He be the Z, and I be the C. Now it's teaching business skills from play to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. Now, Dr. Z, we have so much to cover today. So much goodness. So much, so, so I mean, much goodness. It's, it's, it's almost embarrassing how much goodness we have. Think about this. <laughs> I mean, the other podcasts and the other shows out there, I, it's almost like we should have a... I feel bad how much arms, goodness we have. We should tie one of your arms behind your back just to make it fair. Put a pirate patch, well, here's, patch on it. Here's Maybe, I don't yeah. know. Here's what we're going to cover today, okay? Let me tell you this. We have we have a a, a, a unicorn event. Oh. See, we have a unicorn that's being ridden by a leprechaun into a black hole. Chasing a rainbow. Right, and then, they, then this person comes into the studio, and then what are the chances of a unicorn being ridden by a leprechaun out of a black hole, struck by lightning, now John Tom appears. Whoa! So John Tom is the super intern turned business owner, and the entire story, the entire way that we know John Tom, really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and so I think I'll let um, him kind of start the story. But John Tom, can you explain? First, first of all, first yes, of all, yes. just as a side note for everybody listening side out note, there, yeah. just as a side note, kind of a side order. Anytime a dude has two names. Yeah, you know he's probably. I mean, that's like two. He's bringing twice the heat. He's got it. Bringing I mean, twice the heat. He's not only bringing the heat for a John. He's also bringing it for a Tom. And his last name is Knight. Like an like he's a knight. Wow. I mean, old time. That's very regal. That's very cool. Very regal. So yeah. John Tom Knight, I want to uh, give you an opportunity to kind of share with the the Thrive Nation. So how did you first hear about Thrive? Well, let's start this. Let's start at the end of the story, and then we'll work our way back. Ooh. What are you doing now? As a result of having interacted with the Thrive team, myself, and the, the Thrive program. Yeah. I am running the Chicago Real Estate Photography Company over in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, me and my uh, roommate are running the company. We're handling shoots every week, making sales calls, doing SEO, and really just taking Chicago by storm. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I also graduated college. So. He really? did. I yes. did. Yes. Just recently. Wow. So if somebody's online and they're doing a search right now for Chicago real estate photography. photography. Yep. Now, Z, Z, this is one of our one of our clients is top in Dallas. Look at this in Chicago. Chicago. There's John there Tom is. right there. Chicago. Brockworks for every photograph we send you. Top of the search engines. And John Tom, how old are you? I am 23. Absolutely top. Are you getting some phone calls? Yes. Do you like sauerkraut? No. 
Really? And you're in Chicago. You got you to you come up the with the Chicago different. dog. I can't acclimate Dude, you that deep. Dude, you got you to acclimate. <laughs> Is you it got, even ethical it to, not, to not like that and be in Chicago? Yeah, I, know, I, that I didn't know this about you. I put you. ketchup on it in front of <gasps> Deep dish watch. pizza. Oh, like my deep gosh. Deep dish pizza? Or you <laughs> oh, I love deep dish. I okay, love, that's half. Okay, that's halfway you're there. You're back in. Okay, you're back in. <laughs> you're okay. back in. So how did you first learn about myself and our Thrive Time show business coaching program? Just some casual internet stalking. I was going through Craigslist, found a job posting for a video editor position and then that's the first time I saw it I did I watched your YouTube videos I recognized someone in the video I contacted them kind of asked them about the company and then I just had it floating in my mind and one day I was in a Target parking lot where I saw your King Kim Jong-un <laughs> SUV with Thrive's logo on it Yama. and it just it was just like a beacon calling to me now let me explain this to Z because uh, uh, Z can relate to this. This is funny. <laughs> Z, do you ever find yourself every now and wanting then wanting to go oh, to? See, <laughs> do you ever find yourself every now and then? <laughs> it's rare, but it happens. See, <laughs> do you ever have conversations with yourself all the time? Oh, no, seriously, have you ever, when you said, "Hey, let's meet someone for lunch or breakfast," have you ever suggested a weird remote location where most people don't go to avoid potentially? running into somebody that you know. Have you ever done that? Like if someone says, hey, let's meet for coffee. Have you ever suggested an, an obscure coffee shop so Sounds that you, the, the, the probability of you running into somebody you know is decreased? Yes, of course. I know a place you in do. Joplin. Yeah. You do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, of course. I, just, I, mean, I, I don't just do it all the time, but I do it some. Well, I just did this on Friday. Okay. I said, hey, let's meet at Nordagio's because I know that you know Starbucks, everybody, I'll run into at least... 10 to 20 people I know every time I go to Starbucks. It's sure. crazy. So I suggested going to Nordagio's. As soon as I sit down, someone says, Clay Clark, you guys did my wedding. And I have two reactions that could happen. One is, uh-oh. It's either going to go good <laughs> or it's going to go bad. Right. And yeah. they said, oh, it was the best. You guys made our wedding incredible. It was oh. the best. I'm going, yes. <laughs> Thank you. 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I turn and the guy at the front desk is like, Boom. I have the hat on that says boom. He says boom, boom. I listen to your podcast every day. Boom. I'm going, boom. These are two ups. Two ups. Then somebody outside was somebody out. they had to had to let go of. Well, b- big shout out to Tor Nordstrom, though, the owner of that. He's a great, He's guy. A great, great guy. He's a great American. Great guy. He's, He's a Tor, great American. Tor, if you're listening, we love you. He will not come into Elephant in the Room for haircuts. I don't understand it. Well, he t- doesn't have a lot of hair. <laughs> right, right. But he, he could come in for the, like, a paraffin, he he paraffin, like, a dip. scalp paraffin dip. A paraffin head dip. Yeah, paraffin, paraffin head, head swirly. <laughs> is that what that'd be called? <laughs> so all I'm saying is that so I'm going to an obscure, you know, coffee place sometimes to ab- avoid inner. I don't go to the main places because I want to avoid folks. Right, gotcha. In. So I'm in, my, I'm in the parking lot of Target. Trying to avoid humans. At, a, at, at all costs. And, re- and I'm reading a book. So I'm parked in the middle of the parking lot right. between where, where uh, Panera parks. Bread used to be located. 71st right. and Garnett. Yes. Between um, there's, a, there's a, a, a Chick-fil-A over there and there is a Panera. I'm in the middle where nobody's parking. It's probably a Saturday, probably the mid-morning, whatever. And then this is what happens at my, at my window. So I roll down the window of the Hummer. Okay, I roll down, I roll down the window of the Hummer. Ah, I pull it down. Because that doesn't stand out. That Hummer does not say, right. this is Clay Clark here, over here. here is, here's this here, picture here, on it. Here's, here's what happens. Well, if you're going to have a car, it might as well be marketing, right? right? I, mean, I got to get everywhere. Like, I got to do like what Z does where you have like a, a kind of an incognito Porsche. I mean, it could be anybody in that Porsche. Now, when it you could put, be anybody. Now, when you put the top down, it's, it's a problem, though. It's a problem. People That's when the ladies flock. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, yet they always flock into the car. So, all of a sudden, I get this knock at the window. And I go, um, and roll down the window. Hello? And do you remember what you said or how that interaction went? Yeah, I do. I was like, <laughs> hey, uh, are you with Thrive? 
That was it. I think I said, I am Thrive. I oh. <laughs> just rolled the window back up. <laughs> I gave you a copy of yeah. my book. It was with me. Yep. I think I gave you a copy of a book, I think. I think that's what happened. Uh, or maybe you had a book you with had, you. You had the one sheet, and then I actually oh, the went sheet. and I bought the, the I, book on iTunes, and I read it on my phone. Okay, got it, got it. And so, at that point, why did you want to reach out to me or our team? Why did you want to do that? I guess I just didn't really understand what Thrive was exactly, and I was... I was just compelled to find out more. I wanted to to know what you guys. Let are me about. explain to the Thrivers what Thrive is. If you're just now tuning into the podcast for the first time, we will teach you a proven path to create financial freedom and time freedom. If you want to do it, you will achieve time freedom and financial freedom. Weird. If you don't want to do it, then you won't. And then once we teach you what to do, we help you do it. We help you actually execute the back-end um, systems. Now, now, Chuck, there's a notable quotable um, from Eric Schmidt, right. who was asked in a Fortune magazine interview, uh, what's the best advice he's ever, he's, he's ever, he said, they said, if you could give your, your best advice to people, what is the best advice you've ever given to people? What's the advice everybody needs to hear from you? You're the CEO of Google. And he says what, Chuck? He said, well, he's talking about how he got some advice from John Doerr, uh, who in 2001 told him, my advice to you is to have a coach. And the coach he said I should have is Bill Campbell. I initially resented the advice because after all, I was, this, I was a CEO. I was pretty experienced. Why would I need a coach? Quick timeout. Yep. So Eric Schmidt, the CEO of Google, talked to John Doerr. Now, right. John Doerr is a venture capitalist worth about $7.5 to $8 billion. Meh. And he's behind mm. the scenes. So you don't know his name. But he asked John Doerr for, for advice. And John says, you need a business coach by right. the name of Bill Campbell. Continue. Okay. And he said, am I doing something wrong? My argument was, how could a coach advise me if I'm the best person in the world at this? But that's not what a coach does. The coach doesn't have to play the sport as well as you do. They have to watch you and get you to be your best. In the business context, a coach is not a repetitious coach. A coach is somebody who looks at something with another set of eyes, describes it to you in his words, her words, and discusses how to approach the problem. Time out. So Jeff Bezos uh, ran Amazon for nine years without a profit. And he was given advice, you need to hire a business coach. It's been nine years, no profit. He hired Bill Campbell. Steve Jobs got fired from his own company, and his business coach was Bill Campbell. And Eric Schmidt, his coach was Bill Campbell. This guy's sort of like, he only had, you know, like a half dozen clients his entire life. It's but he, I mean, he didn't really need any other ones. I mean, yeah, you, exactly. Uh, the half dozen clients. You're <laughs> name dropping. I work with Google. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But with that perspective, what Shep just said, how many NBA head basketball coaches do you think could take any of their players, even the guys on the bench, and beat them one-on-one? Probably right. Not, not, that, not that many, right? <laughs> right. Even like the number 12 or 15 guy on I the mean, bench, I mean, Brad you know? Stevens is a young, younger guy. So, I mean, Brad Stevens is, how, how old is Brad Stevens? 31, something like that? Yeah, he's early, a, early 30s, I think. I think he's, I'm going to go with later 30s, potentially. Let me pull it up real quick here. Brad, right. Brad Stevens. Um, 1976. I said, I said closer to 30 than 40. So I am was born 1980. I'm 37. So he's 41. 41. 41. Oh, 41. Okay. So he could still get up there and maybe you know post up a point guard or something. But uh, you're right. I mean, none of the coaches could beat the players that, on, that are on their team. That's, a, that's even a even, the, even the scrubs. Even I'd say scrubs. I mean, you're on, you only have 15. So right. even the, <laughs> even number 14, 15, pretty good. But right. my point is, is that they're not. If they if they waited for a guy, if, if Michael Jordan said, "I'm not going to listen to you, Phil Jackson, because I can beat you one on one." Yeah, I ain't going to listen to you unless you can beat me one on one. And we just got through breaking down. If you missed those podcasts, you didn't go back and listen oh, to them. Right. We broke down. Phil Jackson's book, Eleven Rings. But the point is, is that he wasn't better at them at basketball, but he won the championships with them. Chup, continue. Once I realized I could trust him and that he would help me with perspective, I decided this was a great idea. 
When there is a business conflict, you tend to get rat-holed into it. Bill's general advice was has been to rise one step higher above the person on the other side of the table and to take the long view. He'll say, you're, you're letting it bother you. Don't. So, John Tom, you decided to reach out to us and uh, you interned. Yeah. Why did you start? Why did you decide to intern? Tell us about. I mean, had you already implemented some of the systems in the book previous to interning? Just walk us through what made you want to intern for free. Uh, after we spoke, I read your book and I realized all of these systems were just they were a new concept to me. Which I'd book did you read? Thrive. Okay. I read the Thrive book, and the idea of meta time and the idea of a Dream One Hundred was like, oh, you know, it was, it was oh. a big. Uh, light bulb for me. Uh, I wanted to go to school to study television writing. I didn't have the money. So See, check this out. I I'm created checking. a Dream 100 of all the scholarships I could possibly apply for, that and wasn't. I applied to all of them. And I mean all of them. And I got what like, happened? I got four, and that covered all of my expenses. <laughs> he, he used the Dream 100 system... And it worked. Is that ethical? Come oh, on. It's kind of taking advantage, isn't it? That I mean, seems like an unfair advantage. What's crazy, though, is this is what's crazy. I have a lot of friends who are best-selling authors, and they tell they, they tell me, they said, hey, you know, one of the things I had to embrace is when you're a best-selling author, it doesn't mean that people actually read the books. People typically buy them, read the first chapter, and they go, that's a great book, That's man. a great book. I read it. Gosh. And so that oh. was hard for me to accept, but John Tom actually applied the principles in the book and got college Paid for. Chup, John Tom is a diligent doer, just like our shameless show sponsor here, a classic janitorial. Now, Chup, have you been to the men's restroom recently? You know what? I was there today. And I, you go in there, and it's like the Taj Mahal. Oh. It's like the Porcelain Palace. Chup, it's so clean. It's so nice. You know, classic janitorial does the does the uh, uh, janitorial services for Google. Newstar. For Newstar. Yeah. For DuPont. For uh, uh, the Thrive Time Show. They Handsome gentlemen, am I right? How do we get a hold of these great folks there, <laughs> Chup? You get a hold of them by going to theclassicclean.com, theclassicclean.com, or you can call them at 918-671-2046, No negative emotion, because that's what business is. Always dominate, because I got five kids. I will not lose. I don't break but rules. They can talk about me. I can take that abuse. It is the truth. Why they make that excuse? I'll be up grinding because the scoreboard's the truth. He is my mentor like my Yoda dude. He showed me the force like I was a young loser. Star Wars references, Z. I mean, you, you, you last night, uh, we went out to go see the new Han Solo movie. Took all the, the Star kids. Wars. You, you took... We you, went and had a little Mexican food. By and, the uh, way, I appreciate that so much. The kids had a great time. Yeah. You took my... You, 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 Z, Z, actually, Dr. Zellner actually took the grandmas, too. So my, my mother-in-law and my mom crew. Yeah. been out there. Yeah, and we had, a great, we had a great time watching the movie. But I wanted to ask you, no no, no, no spoilers. And I know you're, you are not the kind of man that would spoil the, no. the, a movie for people that hadn't yet seen it. But if you had to grade the new solo movie based on your just my up, perspective your objective perspective give us your your grade on a scale of one to ten and tell us why uh, i give it a seven a seven and there's always uh, there's always a thing when i'm at a movie theater if i am at any time looking at my watch mm. to see how much time is left then you know I know it's already it's already it's it's not a ten. Can't be above an eight. Can't, can't be like above Braveheart. An eight. Now, Braveheart, you've seen Braveheart. When you watch Braveheart, I still don't look at my watch. Well, you 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 actually got to the end of Braveheart, 
and you just kept wanting it to keep going. Right. Like you find yourself going, because there's more. Come on, is there more? Four up there? days later. Cue up some more footage. Come on, come on. Come, you're wanting to watch the credits. You're wanting we to didn't see get all the rest up for nothing. Gosh, I mean, just so. So you're saying Braveheart's a ten. Yeah. Solo's a seven. Yes. I, I would put I would put solo as a seven. What would you what would you grade it at? Well, my kids walked out with like no, a no, 10. No, 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 no. None of you. You. Uh-huh. Clay Clark. Fence sitter. The guy with the boom hat on. The yeah, guy that's looking dazed and confused right now. You uh, see, seem like that spot. question is really mm. Mm, troubling mm. you. I mean, I'm just saying. A five. Oh wow. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Because I, it's like it was, it was very good. You had high expectations though. At Th- that's, dinner, the, that's the problem. I went too went high. Because Ron on. Howard directed it. Right. Well, you I built was expecting it up like much. Cinderella Man. I was expecting it to be like, you know, like Apollo 13. Like it was it was gonna be a movie that was gonna be the the, the movie that would take Star Wars to the next level. And the guy who wrote the Imperial uh The Empire Strikes Back wrote the movie, and I'm thinking, all of these variables. I mean, Empire Strikes Back, great movie. Ron Howard, great, 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 great I'm thinking, director. I'm thinking, I'm gonna like have like Shawshank Redemption dumped on my head. I'm gonna be walking out of there with a new perspective and laughing to how at the life same time. works. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm looking for that, that, that Braveheart moment. I was thinking like this is gonna be like that next level. I mean, this would be the last movie that Kevin Costner did that was good. You know, the Robin Hood. <laughs> I was thinking like that. You didn't like Waterworld, and I walked out going, this movie was was good, but I just I was expecting a home run, and I got a single. Yeah, well, that's the thing about it is you had really high expectations, and mine, Gosh. mine weren't as high as yours. So I'll right. just be honest with you. So that's why I now, if I had gone in expecting maybe like the last movie to be the bar, then I would have expected maybe I give like an eight or a seven. But I just I just wanted to be Apollo mm. thirteen. Mm. I know. To me, some of the best parts of the movie. And no spoiler alerts here. Yeah, no. no we're, we're like early on the music and the the memories and the you know the, all the history, the nostalgia, and, then, and that they played played off of, and then the all that went away as soon as the kind of movie started. You know, well, and then they didn't. Anyway. You know what? Let me let me take it from a a seven or a five to a ten. How, how, how would you do that? We have John Tom on the the show today. John Tom is a intern turned business owner john tom tell the listeners about the dream 100 system that you read in my book thrive and how you're able to apply that to get your college paid for so the dream 100 system i guess the the idea of it is to create a huge massive net uh, with the hope to get I guess it's just as many as possible uh, capture uh, as many clients or whatever it is that you're the variable in the dream 100. So here we go. You make, you make a list of your ideal and likely 100 buyers, the people you want to get. This is the dream list. If you got these deals, it could change your life. It would be huge. 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 Yeah. I mean, Chep, on tomorrow's show, we're interviewing Muggsy Bogues. That's true. Now, Muggsy Bogues, that's game change. I remember cheering for Muggsy Bogues. You put him on your list. I mean, the book Made to Stick by uh, Chip Heath. I mean, that's a great book. It's a, a New York Times bestselling book. I remember reading that book. They're going to be on our show. I did it, Clay. You I did it. I put Mark Grace on Mark the list. Mark Grace, Chicago Cubs. I put him on the list. Mark Grace, Chicago Moon Cubs. Moonshot. Here, here we go. Here we go. You will be on the show, Mark Grace, Chicago Cubs. We've got him on the list right now. So he's on our he's on our list of the Thrive Time Show. We want to interview him. So you make a list of 100 people that you want to have, that you want to gather up as clients. Now, Chet Holmes, Chet, can you read the notable quotable from The Ultimate Sales Machine, the book where Chet Holmes introduces the Dream 100 system to the world? Yes. He says, best buyers buy more buy faster and buy more often than other buyers. These are your ideal clients. Have a special effort dedicated to just the dream clients. There you go. Z, I'd like to to pick on, let's go with uh, Regent Bank. 
Okay. Regent Bank, when you decided to invest in Regent Bank... And Whatever you, happened to that song you wrote for them, by the way? Regent Bank, oh, Regent Bank. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, the, the sound bank that we use to play these kind of songs yeah. is being moved tonight. We're resetting. So it'll be over here soon, and I'll yeah. be able to hit these buttons. And we'll oh, bring back that, that, that nostalgia. Oh, yeah. It's back, back to the future. It's going to be awesome. Future. Oh, yeah. So, but when McFly. you guys, when, when Sean, uh, Sean Copeland oh, came oh. to you, mm -hmm. the, the head of Regent Bank, the CEO, the president, you know, the guy with the title. Yeah. He came to you and he the says, guy. hey, hey, would you want to deposit money in the bank he was currently working at, I believe, is, 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 is the legend? Yes. He tried to, um, I was speaking at one of those kind of, uh, you know, places you speak, you know, like a Christian businessman's lunch or and you, some kind of businessman's lunch. And you were on his Dream 100 and, list, I'm sure. Yes, I was. Right. Okay. So he approached me, glad-handed me, passed me his business card and was trying to get my business. That's what you do. That's what you do. That's what you do. If you it's don't want to be unemployed, you're homeless. It's the move. Right. And uh, I said, well, why, why would I want to switch banks? You know what? I'm tired of switching banks. I'm tired of switching wanna, banks. Oh, just, let's go buy a bank. Let's go buy a bank. Now he's go say, buy a bank. He's saying to you, he says, hey, what, you know, why don't you deposit you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in this account or whatever you want to do, move over your savings. And you said, "Hey, let's just let's, let's just let's just buy a bank." Yeah, the next move I the next move I do is going to be to a bank that I have ownership in. And so you guys bought the Bank of Nowata, I believe. They it, just rebranded it Regent Bank. Regent Bank. They were very mm -hmm. dry. Very. And then we opened a branch office in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which, of course, is kind of now our headquarters. But bank it's, is it's, now worth over four hundred million dollars, is my understanding. Yeah, I mean, we were they were just. <laughs> Charging, so, so it's doing really well. Obviously, a lot of suckers there. They're buying a lot of suckers, giving like, hand out a lot of toasters, suckers, a lot toasters. Of, yeah, toasters, koozies, <laughs> all the things. No, but so you guys over there at Regent Bank, I'm sure you served on the board for a while. I'm sure you guys make a list of the people you want to gather up, the business owners that you want to invest in the bank, to deposit money in the bank. I mean, did you guys make a list, or are you just randomly yeah. going out there? Yeah, we made a list and went after them, and um, you know, surgically, surgically sniped them with a laser. <laughs> You know? What I want to do is I want I want to talk about this because you guys, any of the business ventures that you're involved in, you get rejected all the time, but yet it doesn't bother you. But a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs, I'll call them entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs. Not, Juan. Juan. What? What is your name? My name is Entrepreneur. Not, not not none of our listeners, but people out there who are the friends of our listeners. They go out there and they make their Dream 100 list, and they get rejected like 90 times, and all of a sudden they get right. all emotional. Exactly. So you can't you can't you know the first few times you do. But uh, you get over it. You get over it. And so we come back from the break. I want for you to share with us a story about how you made a Dream 100 list and you relentlessly went after someone. And I want to hear about the deal that took the longest Ooh, for, them, oh, for them to submit nice. and to become a big Ooh. client of yours. Because at your birthday party, I ran into people that were on your Dream 100 list who are now your friends and mm -hmm. they repeatedly told you no oh, at yeah. one point. Also, if you're listening right now, I want you to stop rejecting one of our show sponsors. Just don't. Stop it. Come on. Come on. You're on their Dream 100 list. Go ahead and sign up with Onyx Imaging today to have them deliver your printing supplies and your office supplies directed to your office. You can save time and money by having your office supplies delivered direct. Submit and sign up today <laughs> with onyximaging.com. That's onyximaging.com. Save time and money on your office supplies. And now broadcasting live from the box that rocks. It's the Thrive Time Business Coach Radio Show. Top of high of learning and high of earning. Taking you to the top like we're hiking Mount Vernon. We're changing the mindsets like we're incense burning. Now 
passing on the magic like her name was Irvin Serving up that knowledge like I was a servant I cite what I say so you know I'm not a servant It's drive time show, bringing the heat while fervent Giving it to you straight in the world that's swerving Stacking the cash, making the dash, running the plaques, bringing the back Bring me the track so I can get up on the mic and speak the facts Stacking the cash, making the dash, running the plaques, bringing the back Bring me the track so I can get up on the mic and speak the facts Boom, 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 and boom Boom. Dr. Z, Dr. Z, I'm so excited because today we have an incredible member of our listening audience who became an intern and now is a successful business owner up there in Chicago. Chicago. I'd like Chicago. to say a, a win-turn. That's what he's capable of. Oh, he's a, he's oh. a winner John, and an John, intern. Mixed John, together. Tom, I want, before Dr. Z shares his story about mm. the Dream 100 and, the, and the, the, the longest, hardest fought battle he's ever had to fight to win the Dream 100 list, can you explain again from your perspective, what, what is the Dream 100 system and how have you used it for your betterment? The Dream 100 system is a system developed in order to get as many of your ideal and likely buyers as possible. So you would make a list of the ones who would absolutely change your life, who would get you to where you want to be, and then you call them until they cry, die, or buy. Uh, and yep. then you uh, have those clients. You get, you get the ones out of the Dream 100. And I believe on average it is 1% to 2%, or you said 2 to 3%. Right. Yeah, um, Chet Holmes said in the book, The, the Ultimate Sales Machine, he found sales. about 3%. 3%. And either way, I would just say it's a lot of rejection. And I'll just tell you some people that have rejected me in the last week. There's some good ones here. You know Jeff Bezos rejected me this week? Oh, um, sorry. We asked him to be on our show, and a member of his team said no. I think Missy Elliott did, too. Yeah, Missy Elliott. <laughs> work it, you know. Work it. I need a glass of water, you know. <laughs> work it. I got rejected by, by Missy Elliott this week. I got rejected well, well, by... Well, tell them, explain what you're doing what, on our podcast, predominantly our podcast and radio show, because, you know, all well, the radio shows the best go to podcasts. I right. inter- yeah. I, the thing is, I don't want to interview... Anybody, I want to interview the goats. I want to interview the greatest of all sure. time. And so, <laughs> sure. I've made. Now, let me just read off a few more people that have rejected me in the last week that I, we can all share I mean, emotionally. Now, did we Jeff can all, Bezos really reject you, or did one of his team members? No, reject one of his team you? members rejected yeah. me. I, I, I didn't even get rejected by the man. Wait. I got rejected by I the guy. Who, is that worse? Is that <laughs> <laughs> you right high enough to get rejected? I mean, by I, him. Andreessen Horowitz, the top venture capital firm in the world, has rejected me. <clears throat> uh, I think about this. I mean, it's kind of sometimes you get rejected. And you're going, gosh. I got rejected by some pretty awesome people on this list. I mean, Chef, have you, Chef, have you looked at this list here? Yeah, I was looking at it today. I, I like know Robert, Missy Elliott jumped out at me. That like was, Robert Kiyosaki's shut yeah, me down. Yeah, really? You know, rich Dad, Come Poor on, Dad. Bob. Yeah, I mean, I wow. feel like at some point he'll be... I, I, have, and I, have to, I have had a conversation with Sharon Lecter, the co-author of that book, before. I've talked to her before. Um, I got rejected pretty pretty intensely by just the Patriots in general. Yeah. If you want to interview any of their current players, you have to go through their front office they control the message. They control. And so I've been shut down pretty now. If you're a former Patriots player, I'm, I'm having a little, little more traction there. But Wide open. Current players. I mean, um, there's just a lot. I mean, Sharon Lecter, I mean, she hasn't said she hasn't said no yet, but she hasn't said yes yes yet. Uh, you think about, uh, oh, man, look at this list here, Chubb. Chubb, there's some pretty good ones. I mean, Mark Grace hasn't rejected us yet, but he hasn't also called us back to say yes. That's F- right. 50 Cent, the rapper. 50 no rejection, but no real response back. I feel like, uh, 50? Uh, this is Clay. I feel like I might have missed your call. Did you? Uh, uh, did you call uh, from did you a see on, my text? Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey's rejected me. Submit, oh. Dana. Larry Larry King rejected. 
Tony Braxton, R&B artist, rejected me. Wow. Uh, Tim Tebow's rejected me. Oh, no, not yeah, Tim. No, he, he if gets, he knew you, if he knew us right, the way we know us. I feel us. like he's just, he's, he, what he's doing is he's just mimicking what he's feeling. He's been rejected a lot yeah. at the professional That's football That's called level. projection. I, it's, he's it's projecting. Yeah. Drake has been rejecting me. Slick Rick, the rapper. I mean, Slick Rick, come on. Slick, Slick, you need Rick. A, Slick, you need a gig right now. Come on. I mean, Big Boy, the rapper, Steve Carell. Did you Carell. reach out to Ron Howard? Uh, Ron Howard's on the list. He's on the Dream Haven't One. He's got to be on the Dream One. RZA, the hip hop uh, producer for the for the Wu Tang Clan, has rejected me. <laughs> Did we ever hear back from Gary V's people? Is he going to come talk to you or not? Uh, Dan, Dan, I think Dan Cathy with Chick Fil A's rejected me. I'm, oh, I've, I've had a lot of solid rejections lately. But here's the thing: is I don't care. You don't care. So Z, help the listeners get into the mindset of guys like you and me who just don't care. We just we're going to aim for this. We're going to aim for the. We're going to do moonshots. And if we miss, we're going to hit some stars because we have some great people on the show that have said yes. So talk. Just get Here, here's, the, here's, here's the thing: you've got to get your head wrapped around. Okay, okay? <laughs> those that are with you are with you. Those that are with you are with you, and those that are against you, forget about them. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so what my what I mean is like the few that have responded that are going to be on the show. Right. We celebrate. We have a great we time. Celebrate we, them. It's awesome. It's Woo! the best. Woo! Right. Yes, they're, they're with us. And the ones that say no to you, you don't stew over them. You don't sit there and go, I wonder, I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why. I can't understand that. You just can't, you can't worry about it. This is what's, they this can't is, fret and worry over it and think, was, you know, this what is an wrong? emotional coaching moment because I'll just give an example. We had a guy come into the elephant in the room the other day and, and have a bad experience. Bad. He writes bad reviews. Oh, my. His friend comes in, has a bad experience, had, writes bad reviews. I, found, I find out that both of them are friends on Facebook. With our number one competitor. Shocking. 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 But everybody in our office is like lamenting. (laughs) They're upset. I've had at least five or six people tell me, gosh, we really disappointed them. People are like wondering, are we doing a good job? Are we trying? Should we completely reinvent the systems? Yeah. So Z, tell us a story, a deep, dark story where you got rejected so much. Here's the thing about it. Um, When we first bought the bank, because that's the one we kind of started on. Yeah. We we bought it at the worst possible time. Right right when the economy was already ready to crater. The economy was crumbling. Right. I mean, it was like 2008, and it was like, you know, the homes, the the world. I mean, you wondered. The mortgage-backed securities were collapsing. I mean, in the portfolios it of was everybody. A sand beach underneath your feet. Being Dogs and cats away. living together. It was uh, chaos. It was it chaos. Was chaos. I chaos. Did it. Chaos. And you're sitting there going, "You've got a dream 100, right? And you want to go out and find investors, but as soon as you start talking and start showing them your numbers and how well you're doing, you're not doing very well. Then all of a sudden, you you lose them. So now you have this funny little feeling about yourself, going, "You know, we really have to make sure that what we're trying to sell them." It's actually pretty good. Right. You know? I mean, that, that they have confidence in us. And so it took us a few years before, and that was very frustrating, before I could even really go after my Dream 100. You following me? Mm. I mean, we had to get our, we had a butt in the hat, you know, bat, bat in the hatches. Batten, batten down the hatches. Batten down the hatches. That's it. Those yeah. hatches were you all over the place. You slap down some hatches. <laughs> I mean, those hatches were crazy. The hatches were, were loose. They were it running them down. You can't go around with bad hatches. No, you no. can't do it. That's you. a problem. We had to batten those things down. And so then, <laughs> then, you start, then you start to work. But now they have the bad history of not doing well. And so then you have to st- it's work. And I mean you're in there working and you're in there working and you're in there working. Work, 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 work. 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 Z's are working, 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 working. 
And then you finally start having some success. You're oh. doing well. You're rocking. You're rolling. And now you go to them, and you you've laid the groundwork. And you said, okay, you've thrown out a few fleeces. You've said until when, until we're doing this well or until this happens, you're not going to get involved. And guess what? Chicken ding, butt. Ding. That's right. And so you know, the think about it is persistence. It's not only persistence uh-huh. on the Dream 100, but it's you don't just take one no. I love what you said, John Tom, and that's what we preach and practice. And that is you 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 work them until they do what? Three things: cry, cry. die, or buy. There you go. That's how hopefully you do buy. It. Hopefully, that's yes. Yeah, so you walk in their office with a shovel, but I mean, you, and you lay out their three choices. <laughs> but I mean, ethically, you choose. You ethically, choose. if the person on your list is deceased, it's kind of a little bit over the line to keep calling but if their surviving spouse may be interested i mean i wouldn't take it off the list entirely can now get that cod now if you're if you're yeah, can we get that credit card now are you saying you're still interested <laughs> if you're listening today and you want to get your accounting fixed you want to become proactive about your accounting i know you do go to hoodcpas.com that's hoodcpas.com become proactive about your accounting with hoodcpas.com you are now entering the dojo of mojo and the thrive time show can I kick it yes you can, can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. This is Clay Clark on the mic again. Myopic focus, tunnel vision. I'm focused on the mission to teach you the skills and give you the plans. Broadcasting from my lands to the left, to the portlands. I'm here to tell you, you can do it. Yes, you can. And now, my friend, you got two fans. Hit me the Z, comma, ands. I'll be the C, yes, ands. Now let's kick it like Batman. Bam! And get a little nuts like pecans. I'm fired up for this particular segment. Did you, you, you want to know why? You you made a comment as we were getting ready to go into this segment. Right. You said that this is going to be Ron Howardish good. Right, Ron Howard, the legendary producer of Apollo 13, of the Cinderella Man, great, great, great producer of the new Star Wars movie. And I, I just I want to say this because I, I think I think maybe the listeners, some people listen to lyrics, some people don't. You do have two fans. With Chup, you have three fans. Ooh, ooh, wow. There, there's not a lot of people in the world that believe in what you're doing, but you have three fans. But you've got to get a little nuts. Like pecans. Uh, like pecans. Yeah. You have to get a little crazy because what happens is if you're out there thinking that somebody else is going to believe in your idea, it's not going to happen. Furthermore, when you go out there and meet with people and you share with them your ideas, everybody asks this freaking stupid question all the time. They say, uh, do you have any traction yet? How's it going? Do you have any traction yet? How's it going? Because everybody wants to be a bandwagon fan. Everybody wants to join in with you once you've reached once you're winning. success. Once right. you're winning. Right. And, I, and I, I, I don't sit there and make a list of it and, and dwell on it and think about it. But I can tell you, it's so funny how many people have told me that my, my idea to start DJConnection.com was stupid. Stupid. I mean, so many people I went to college with said, it's a dumb idea. What are you going to fall back on? Then when DJ Connections doing 4,000 events a year, weddings, birthday parties, that kind of thing. I got a friend. I got a, I got a friend who was a, a banker. He gives me a call. He's working at a bank, and he says, hey, um, do you think you could hire me? And I think to myself, because it's funny how you, remember, how you uh, remember certain events. Yeah. I think to myself, like, is this the same guy that told me the DJ business was a stupid idea? And he says, I said, why, why do you want to switch careers? Why do you want to switch from the bank to here? And he says, 
I just uh, I just feel like it's like soul sucking. Like it's like I do the same thing every day. I'm analyzing risk. I'm just I'm a risk management analysis guy. I ran. I, I basically I don't even meet the people that I'm rejecting or saying yes to. I just I'm looking up data. <laughs> just reject them right. The and bed. like what you're doing, man, it's just awesome. Like you you are doing what you love to do every day. And I'd love to just be in an environment where I could love what I do, or at least be around somebody who loves what they do. Because I literally hate my job. And I said, why do you do it? He says because. You know, I had some college debt, and I I went, I went ahead and got my major in this particular industry, so I might as well do it. Use it. And this is what I said to this guy, and I won't get into any more details, so I cannot reveal, so I don't reveal his, his identity. I said to him, if you did not have a degree in this particular industry, what would you do? And he said, music. And I said, in what regard? We got into this big old rabbit trail. And I encouraged him to quit his job and to go into music full-time. And to this day, he does music full-time. He actually lived on a couch for a while. He actually uh, went without um, a lot of things that people would consider to be normal. He lived on a person's couch for a long time. And he became like a, like a pro bono roadie. But long story short, he achieved his goals. And this is probably like a year and a half ago. He calls me randomly and he goes, dude, I had to get nuts, and I appreciate you for telling me that because, like, I was stuck in this this desire to conform to everybody else, and I and I, you were like, I only listened to you because you had had success, but like, I appreciate that, and I I just think that if you're listening right now and you want to start your own company or you have a company, you have desires to open up in a second city, Z, don't you have to be just a little bit nuts? You, you do, because I tell you what, if you're waiting for everybody else to cheer you on and tell you what to do and uh, say, hey, man, you should be you should be rocking this concept. You're doing great, man. Go, go, go. Go, man, go. They don't. In fact, the people closest to you might even be like jealous. When, like when you that put might up, even be jealous of you. Dude, when you put up your home equity, when you, when you put up your home's equity to guarantee a business yeah. loan, yep. don't most people think you're crazy? Oh, yeah, they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you do it. You do it. You do you it. Because you have to. But people say that you you put your home up as collateral to That's guarantee crazy. a business loan. That's crazy. Absolutely. Z, Z, talk to talk to the listeners out there about the importance of being the pig at breakfast. This is something you talk about all the time. It's one of your ten core principles. But being the pig at breakfast. Then I want John Tom to talk about the Thrive Conference and how you're kind of how we teach that kind of mindset at the conferences. But talk to me. What what is what is your principle? This this idea of being the pig at breakfast. What's that all about? Well, the, the idea is this: is that whenever you eat breakfast, have you had breakfast lately? I know you're not yeah. a big. You're no, not no, a no, big... no, no. Recently, I've been having more breakfast. Oh, good, good, good. Hence, hence the 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 jaw, the jaw line here get a little stronger. <laughs> it's the most important meal of the day, right? But at breakfast, the pig is committed because he gave his life to have bacon. Ham, sausage. He died for breakfast. He died for breakfast. He was committed. The chicken, on the other hand, he lays an egg. He's a little involved. He says, you know, maybe I'll lay one tomorrow. Maybe I won't. Right. You know? And so the idea is, is that when we, when you meet a young person or a person that is starting a business and they are fully committed. Right. The odds of them being successful are much higher than someone yes. says, you know, I tell you what, I hope this doesn't interfere with my golf game, but I'm going to start this little- I'll do it. Whatever it takes, just I, not that. Yeah. I mean, Saturdays, you really got to work on Saturdays. I'll just kind of get I would do work anything for love, but I won't, won't do that. that. So the, no, thing, no. the thing about it is commitment, when you get the mindset as an entrepreneur and you say to yourself, you go from I hope this works to this has to work, and I'm going to do whatever it takes- to make it work, 
Wait, I'm not sleeping as much? Yeah. I'm working seven days a week? Yeah. I'm working on a weekend? Yeah. You know? And the thing about it is, and then, then you have that balance of maybe you still have to have your other job while you're starting your business. Maybe you have a family that is, you know, like, hey, dad, remember us? We're actually your children. And you have all these things you're juggling. And so what happens is, is those things that are time suckers, you know, the five hours of TV, the average American watches. 5.2 hours sorry, a oh, day. Sorry. Oh, uh, don't, oh, don't I, I, I tell the, you this the morning, I just wanted to call you out, oh, Bjorn, because uh, a lot of our what? listeners. Get the, the auger. Let's get the ice oh, going. Oh, so. don't you know. Okay, so my point is, is that, yeah, some of the things that you do on the enjoyment side is your recreational, is your unwind, is your, man, bro, I just need like bruh. two hours a day to just Facebook to just kind of unwind. Those things, guess what? They go on the back shelf. And then whenever you get success, then you can Facebook, book face, my, my space. Insta, you can start your snap. own Insta book face, snap, I mean, you YouTube, can do, Twitter. You can do all that stuff you right. want all day long. So that, let's talk to John Tom here because John Tom decided to attend our workshop after you first approached me, uh, knocked, on the, knocked on the window on the Hummer, and you asked me uh, uh, to kind of pick my brain. Then you, began, then, you be, 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 then you became an intern. Then you decided to attend the conference. What happened at the conference? What was the magic moments? Uh, for the the big breakaway idea of the cons uh, of the uh, conference uh, was the systems that were taught. The idea of the systems. I knew MetaTime and I knew Dream 100, but I didn't really understand the whole concept that an entrepreneur is someone who provides a service for a monetary uh, compensation. So I an entrepreneur you- is somebody who solves a problem for somebody in exchange for monetary compensation. I had never understood it like that. I had always imagined a business owner had to be, I don't know, endowed with this magic... A cape. A, a cape or something <laughs> a special. Yeah. And then, that just wasn't who I was. This is good. But when I learned about the growth mindset, when I learned about the systems, and when I learned about what an entrepreneur is, I just had to understand and realize how I could put my own skill set to become a business owner. And so I wanted to intern to learn more about business because I didn't learn any of that in college at all. When we come back from the break, I want you to get in depth into, I really want to give you almost the entire segment to talk about your internship because you actually have worked in the Thrive Time Show offices, uh, we're located off of the, uh, the the Riverwalk in beautiful Jinx, America, on the left coast of the Arkansas River, and you've worked there. And I want to hear you share about the decor, the atmosphere, the meetings, the intensity. I want to hear your timeline, too. I want to hear, like, whenever you, yes. from the knock on the window to today, I'd like to for you to break down, I think everybody out there listening to it would like to break down the timelines, like how long were you here, how long were you there, because you've got a lot, since that knock, you've got a lot of stuff done, so yep. it'll be kind of fun to break down the timelines, we'll be thinking about that during the break, okay? Now, okay. now, Chubb, can you read the notable quotable from Brian Tracy? Brian Tracy, he says, no one lives long enough to learn everything they need to learn, starting from scratch. To be successful, we absolutely, positively have to find people who have already paid the price to learn the things that we need to learn to achieve our goals. So as an example, uh, this past weekend, my wife decided to hand dig a well. This is an awesome story, by So she goes on YouTube, learns how to do it, buys all the things needed to do it. She drills down 15 to 20 feet into the earth to until she finds water and drills a well. True story. But while doing that, she was attacked by bees. We had these bees all over our property, I guess. Bees and, in the car. And the bees start chasing around. And so you know what I did, Chuck? I decided to remove the bees, but I decided to not try to reinvent the wheel. I, I decided to reach out to somebody who's already very familiar oh, with how smart. to remove bees, Chuck. Smart. Chip, tell us about who I call. Well, I'm imagining that you call a Platinum Pest and Lawn. That's right. Platinum 
Pest, and Lawn. you got to get all these guys, Platinum-PestControl.com, Platinum-PestControl.com. They're actually doing free termite inspections right now. If they find damage, they're going to do $200 off your termite yes. treatment. Free termite inspections, 918-376-0857, 918-376-0857. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark, and I was absolutely put on the planet for this moment with you. I know there's so many people out there that say, I wish I had a mentor. I wish I had somebody that could show me the proven path. And this is why Dr. Z and I do this podcast. We, we I just want to make sure you're getting this. If you Google Elephant in the Room Men's Grooming Lounge, if you Google oxyfresh.com if you google dr robert zellner and associates if you google z66aa.com if you google uh regent bank if you google epic photos if you google all these businesses that we're involved in and there's many more uh make your life epic.com if you if you if you google uh z's di- the, the, the z's uh, dr z's sleep center if you google a to z medical there's all sorts of reasons that we don't need to do this show but the reason why we do this show is because we believe in you, and we know that in this world of, of, of it's the information age, there's so much misinformation, and most of it is happening at college campuses. There's so many misguided college courses, these entrepreneurship classes that don't help, YouTube videos that don't make sense, books that are not actionable, TED Talks that just leave you wondering, what is the meaning of life? And so we get together every day. For two hours of power, and see, I want to ask you: Why do you do this show? Why, why do, why are you so passionate about mentoring our listeners? Because someone has to be the guardrails on the show. <laughs> someone does <laughs> the, someone has to parent the show. Right, that's right. That's, that's right. Yes, it's yeah. the parent of the show. No, what happened was it was a beautiful, wonderful thing. About three years ago, you approached me and said, "Listen, um, you know, I had mentored you a little bit. Uh, your wife had worked for me, and you, yep. you came in with this great concept. And it's all about scaling. You know, it's all about finding and something you're really good at, and then doing it and making good money at it. And then you say to yourself, you were being a business coach. You were probably the world's best business coach. I'd put you up. I would put you in a cage with any other business coach and you guys have a business coach off. I mean, and I'm my money's on you that you're walking out and he's laying there in a, in a heat. Because I'm wiry. I'm very wiry. With that, you just swing your head at him. No, I'm just talking about... <laughs> like a giraffe. <laughs> she came to me and said, listen, I've got this concept to scale business coaching, scale mentoring, because right. people learn by mentoring or mistakes. And and I've been now very successfully business coaching, and I can only do one at a time. Right. I can only do one at a time. Only do... It's kind of like a dentist. I can only pull one tooth at a time. One time. One one time. One time. So what we did is we came up with a business school online. Right. And we went around and got all these great mentors, great success stories. Thousands of videos. We filmed them in a fun way. I loved your term. It was edutainment. Entertainment meets education. Bingo. And then what we did is we that was our building block. And then from there, we had radio stations contacting us, wanting us to make a radio show, which we've now done about a year and a half. People wanting a podcast. And then we turned that into a podcast. People and we wanting also, a workshop. We also add, you know, it's kind of fun when we do just a straight podcast because we can get a little sassy. Oh, wow. Right. That's where those guardrails come down. A little yeah. sassy. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then people wanted more. 
They wanted more. They wanted in-person workshops. They did. You know, that was the funniest questions that we used to get early in the days. Are you guys for real? Are you, is this really Come something? On. Which is so crazy because there's nothing more legit than buying a piece of land. When did you buy your optometry clinic? Uh, 99. The, one of them was 99. You bought was... a piece of land in 99 in the biggest mall in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. And it's a brick and mortar. There's nothing more legit than that. But because you don't have like 5 million Twitter followers and you don't spend your whole day doing bogusness, people want to know, is it real? With a DJ real? company, we're doing 4,000 weddings a year, but because I'm not spending my day writing some ridiculous blog talking about how I feel while taking DIY photos of how to make some- selfies all day long. Right. I mean, people were like, well, is, it, is it real? Is it real? So then we started Crazy. doing our in-person workshops, which our next one is June 22nd and 23rd. And it's it's blowing up. It's, I mean, it's so much fun. We're expanding seating capacity. Yeah, we have to. We have Because to. we don't want to turn anybody away. Who are away. we to deny the people? Who are we- if you build them. it, they will come. And then it went to a step further, and people ah. were like, people were like, listen, I, I don't want to search this. I don't want to search that. I want to, I want to, I want to shortcut it. I don't have a, a team like you have. I don't have guys to. Can I borrow if, your team? If I went out and got web designers, if I went out and got Can SEO I borrow managers, your graphic designer. If I went out and got like guys to, to make a video to put Can on I my borrow website, your video guy? headshots. Can I borrow your headshot guy? Yeah. And so what we did is we said, okay, okay, enough. We get enough, it. Enough. You need enough. you need more of us. We'll give you You're right more. We'll and so you then more. we started one on one business coaching. Yes. Which and to do that, to do that, because you didn't want to do all the business coaching again. We've raised up these great coaches. business coaches, and one's on the show with us right now, Eric. Oh, hello, hello, butternut chup. That's me, right? <laughs> and so it's it's really evolved into this wonderful. And now we're being syndicated. You know, we're just got yeah. picked up in Portland, Portland, Oregon. Hey, I mean, Portland. things are things are going well. Now we had one of our listeners who decided to engage in a profound way. Yeah. First with interning. Second, with actually becoming a coaching client after seeing, seeing the process. So I'm going to, John Tan, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. And I just want to ask you this. Okay. What was your experience like interning at the Thrive Time Show? It was the most intense, mind-blowing experience I've ever had. Uh, I don't think I've ever done anything as long and as immersive as uh, interning at Thrive. Uh, the, my first day, I remember I got to shadow you as you uh, went through your uh, one-on-one coaching sessions with the clients. Uh, then uh, going on there, uh, we learned how to do SEO. You taught. I learned. Uh, I was taught. When you were shadowing me with clients, every hour on the hour, I work with a different client. Yes. Did that? What did you think about that? When I was in one meeting is with a fitness company. Next meeting is with like a dog training company. Next meeting is with a property management company. Next meeting is with a dentist. I mean, what did you what did you think about going from industry to industry? What 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 was what was your initial? If you can remember, what was your initial impression of that experience? Uh, you were saying the same systems in each of the meetings. It was the same principles uh, that were being displayed uh, in each of the meetings. Uh, this, uh, each company was in a different step and a different part of the process of building and growing the company, uh, but you were guiding them uh, through each of these processes. Like it's a path of some sort. Yes. Share with the share with the, the listeners out there. What is the decor? What is the ambiance? What's the what's the culture of the Thrive Time Show offices? Uh, it's pretty overwhelming. You walk in and there is quotes and portraits of successful business owners and artists covering the walls, as well as books. Uh, written by uh, great uh, writers and, and business owners. Do you know why that is? Uh, I believe it is because you want to surround yourself uh, with the mindset and the ideas of those who are successful uh, so that you can uh, try to achieve that. Z, success. can I take the show down to kind of a dark level and then we go back up to a, a, is, a high Are you going place? Darth Vader on me? Let's go dark and we'll go back up to the top of it's the It's like a roller coaster. We'll go down into the cave for a minute. Of love. 
Okay, do it. Um, I have found that the world, as a majority, uh, overall, is very negative and terrible. So if you go on to CNN.com right now, I'm going to pull up CNN.com. I'll just pull up on the big screen. Okay. Oh, don't do it. If you go to CNN or Fox News, or something, oh, so let's go to CNN first. So let's just, I'm going to pull up on the big screen so we can all see it together here. CNN, it says, Alberto threatens Gulf Coast. Trump just put the me in his Memorial Day tweet. Elliott City still recovering from the flood. And it just goes on and on and on with negativity. You go to, to Fox News. It says, brave yet swept away. National Guard member missing as Maryland governor declares state of emergency amid mid floods. You scroll down. It just keeps continuing with <laughs> Starbucks to close all stores for employee sensitivity training. Good luck with that one. So all I'm saying <laughs> is there's endless. No, they're not going to be able to fix that. I mean, come on now. That's a, that's a school system problem. That's a breakdown of the family problem. You're not going to be able to. Starbucks can't shut it down for a day and fix all the employees' sensitivities. Just jackassery. But the point is. What is sensitivities that, do they have to fix, by the way? Uh, apparently, they had a person who was loitering in one of their stores who happened to be of color. So somebody told them they had to leave. And now it's become a thing. Oh, my gosh. And so all I would oh say is that. Goodness. Well, also, their hands are too sensitive to the hot cups of coffee. All I'm so saying is the world to- is super negative. And so I wanted to create a place where every day I would have positivity. That's for me. The second thing is Carlton Pearson, a mentor in my life, told me, he says, Clay, you don't spell words. Words cast a spell on you. And I thought, huh. So I put those up everywhere in our office, and I'm never done. It's a constant quest. And the third is I think I'm naturally depressed. Like naturally. Just naturally. naturally. My nature, like my natural state is I wake up every day going, frick, it's four in the morning. It's three in the morning. It's five in the morning. It's nine. No matter what time it is, frick, ah, Six in the morning. Then I wake up, I look at my list, and I go, gosh, I've got all this stuff to do. And then I start doing it before I want to do it. And then once I start doing it, it's like inspiration is the reward I get for doing things. And all of a sudden, I get motivated. I get that momentum. And then people around me start to say, dude, why are you so motivated? Why are you so fired up? And I wanted to find a way to share that and to scale that. And that's what our office is all about. Now, when you go into these meetings throughout the day, talk to me about the accountability that Jonathan Kelly and the other probably managers or people you worked with put on each person on the team. The, 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 the strict regimented uh, uh, accountability. Yeah, it's very simple. There's uh, uh, tasks assigned and there's deadlines put to the task with the person who's specifically responsible for completing the task uh, for the client and the same for the clients who uh, are at the meetings. They have to complete their tasks by the next meeting so the the company can continue to grow. What do we do when people don't do their action items? What what happens? They're fired. Z, talk <laughs> us through that. This is a very, this is so like, mean. He's come to the Z. program so well. I'm just, I'm, I'm in tears. I'm so happy. It's if like, somebody son, come doesn't here, give me a hug. for a hug. Zohan, if, if, if people don't do their, do, do their job, we fire them. But in most American companies, people actually don't fire people. They just keep them for years and years. Well, and they, the have this, they have this silly and, concept that they've got to write them up all these times. That they've got to put all this time. They've got to try to live coach them so many times. That they've got to try to rehab them. You know, it's not their fault. We didn't train them well enough. So, you so know, and so Eric, they put it back on when them. When you didn't do your checklist um, for the bathroom... Did you feel like we as a company did a good job explaining that to you? Well, really, you know, I thought I was only supposed to do the one part because 
It was very mis. Tell mis- me about uh, your family and all the personal things Tell you're me going about your through. Feelings. What are you feeling? How right do you now? feel? Well, my dad used to put cigars out on my arm. Oh, and that's probably why so you didn't I can't get in the bathroom. the bathroom. So why don't we close down all of our stores for sensitivity training? What the crap, dude? That's just crazy, dude. If there's one store that violated the rights of somebody, let's say it happened. Shut down that store. No, no, no. Shut down that person. Yeah, send them to training. <laughs> Put their face on freaking CNN and say, this moron violated the rights of our customers. They're fired. This ridiculous culture we have where we shut down an entire national chain of stores to train. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I watched the news the other day. It was, it, was, it was probably, what, eight months ago? Somebody on one of the airlines Southwest? dragged. Yeah, they dragged there's someone on the airlines who dragged somebody off of a plane by their hair because they argued with them or something. And it's like, or Southwest Airlines, somebody on the flight was being unruly. And so the, the, the actual uh, person who's working on the plane, I guess it would be the, the stewardess, remember, this person tries to calm the person down. And the video goes viral, you know, because there's like, sir, could you please calm down? And they're just like, it's like, this, it's like this bus station in the sky, people fighting and stuff. And it, they, they just drag Southwest Airlines name through the mud. That's a great company. Starbucks is a great company. You realize how hard it is to start and grow a great company? But we shut the whole company down for employee sensitivity. I mean, see, what about just shutting down the employee for employee sensitivity training? Uh, that would be too simple. How much money are they going to lose on that deal? Hello? Ridiculous. Hello? I you mean, know, it just, it just almost it just makes me want to... Yeah. Don't do it. Don't you do know, it. Don't do it. You know, Z, if your back hurts, what you do is you don't you don't shut down everyone around you for back <clears> training. You don't if you're if you have a, a, a kind of a, a tingle, a pain in the spine, you don't shut down your entire family for sensitivity training. What you do is you take your body to Dr. John Sibley's. Chip, tell us about Dr. John Sibley's. Well, Sibs there, he was the doctor for oh, the Sibs. great one, Wayne Gretzky. Ooh. If he's good enough for Wayne, he's good enough for you. That's true. Get a hold of him at drjohnsibley.com, drjohnsibley.com. Call him today at 918-749-5741. They're going to do a free x-ray, free assessment, and a free adjustment on your first visit. 918. Well, I lost the number. Get a hold of him at 918-749-5741. 918-749-5741. No negative emotion, cause that's what business is Always dominate, cause I got five kids I will not lose, I don't break but bruise They can talk about me, I can take that abuse Here is the truth, while they make that excuse I'll be up grinding, cause the scoreboard's the truth He is my mentor, like my Yoda dude He showed me the force like I was a young loser All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Now, this is this is a show today that has the ability to be a catalyst for you, to really motivate you, to push you to be your best, or to, irrit- or to irritate you, and to allow you to realize that you do not have what it takes to be successful. Because push you, push you real good. Push you real good. That's nice. That's now, what we do. I love that. You know, we we show you the path, and then every now and then, it's kind of like if you ever done bungee jumping or going off a cliff, where you yeah. you need a little, just a little, just a little, a little help, kick right little, in the back. I mean, you wanted to do it. You signed up. You climbed up the rock. You you're standing up there. Everybody in the boats watching you. Now it's summer jump? leg time. Come on, you got to jump. And you're up there. And I don't you, know if I can jump. I don't. Oh, no. and you're like you're thinking. I this was a bad idea. I, do I, I can, don't want to do this. Jump. Right. Is it really deep enough down there? All the things go through your mind. Then all of a sudden, you look at your buddy and say, 
go ahead and do it. Just you know, just, 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 just give me just. I just need just a little, <laughs> a little push. So this is this is the show that hopefully is a catalyst for somebody out there. So, John Tom, you actually uh, decided to knock on the window of the Hummer, approach me randomly out of the blue, <laughs> talk to me. Next thing you know, you're interning in our office because you asked to intern. You're you're willing to work for free. And how long ago was that? That must have been May, about a year ago. Yeah. today or uh, yeah, I think I started right. Wow, June. So yeah. your so your your whole story is a year, twelve a year. months. Yeah. Okay, this is good. All right. So folks, after so. you've interned for how how long did you intern with us? Uh, June till about mid August. And make sure you just eat that microphone. Mid like, August. Like, 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 oh like yeah. It's a psychological <laughs> problem. Sorry, okay. Was... So now, so the thing is, so you actually interned for three months, right? Yes. Three months. So after three months of interning, when did you decide that you wanted to start your own? company was it at the conference was it while shadowing when when did that moment occur where you said gosh i want to start my own thing it was when i was with uh shadowing uh you in one of your meetings i uh i began to it just it just clicked for me at a moment i think as everything came together uh for me to understand this is something that i needed to be doing because uh i i saw that entrepreneurship was really the only way that i know to achieve uh financial freedom and more importantly time freedom uh, which is something I value very much. Now, I remember you were interning and you said you wanted to attend a conference. Can you talk to me about the impact that a conference made on you? There's a lot of people out there listening who have never been to a conference before, and uh, they've grown considerably since you've attended the conference. But explain, what is the conference like? Explain kind of that 45-minute that, that sprint, the 15-minute break, the topics we cover. Just to share with us your perspective of the conferences. Yeah, the, I love the structure of these 45-minute workshops that have a specific topic that we would be studying, whether that be meta time or SEO, uh, whatever it be. It's 45 minutes within a 10-minute break that we can go and drink coffee or ask you any questions, you know, one-on-one, um, because I have a very short attention span, so that was just perfect. Can I uh, tee me. this up for anybody out there listening? Uh, Z, this is what's crazy. Psychology Today has study on this, has yeah. a lot of studies on this. Um, it's not that you have a short attention span, John Tom. Everybody does. People. What did you say? Everybody. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't. <laughs> Everybody in our culture today, not just today, but it's, it's, just, it's just how the human brain works. Most people cannot pay attention on a fixed subject for more than about 45 minutes if it's super interesting. Now, what happens is, is that when you drive to work every day, think about your trip to work. If you're listening right now, think about your last trip to work. Can you remember a single thing that happened while you drove to work? Think about the last well, the last church service you went to. This is discouraging for all the ministers out there. The top ministers, the top pastors, they engage people emotionally. And they're able to get people to intellectually, to mentally engage in the entire sermon. But if you don't emotionally engage somebody during a service and you're a minister out there, people won't remember anything you said during the service. The cognitive load of the average person is about 15 minutes. That's the most amount of time the average person can pay attention, Z, unless they are emotionally engaged. Z, why do you feel like most people can't pay attention to something that's not remotely interesting for more than 15 minutes? I don't know if it's changed. I, I don't know if this is a, an evolution of our minds because of all the things out there that are wanting our attention. I mean, you got to understand that most people are getting push notifications all day long. Ooh. They're getting push notifications for their book face. They're getting push notifications for their emails. Push notifications for text messages. The average person, how many interruptions or how many, how many distractions does the average person have in the course of a day, Clay? 
Well, right you know? now, according to, to uh, Psychology Today, it's 85 to 90. That number's climbing. 85 to 90 interruptions per day. And that number's climbing. So if you don't insulate yourself, you've got so many things. It's kind of like, <laughs> I've got a friend of mine. We tease him. He's you know, got a little uh, uh, attention uh, deficit. Yep. And uh, every now and then he'll just be like, look, I'm like squirrel? squirrel. Is that a squirrel over there? Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> and how many of us are like, squirrel, squirrel? You know, and so what happens is, is that if you really don't insulate, if you really don't understand that you have two ears and one mouth and you really need to focus and you really need to pay attention, which is a, which is almost a learned thing. It's almost a learned thing. You just, that's not natural for us to to, to do that. Unless it's something that's so captivating, like a cat video, Chuck, that you like to watch. That's why our workshops are kind of like Jim Gaffigan meets business. It's a lot of fun. We laugh. We learn. John, Tommy, can you kind of explain the overall aura of the workshops, the decor, the ambiance? Just kind of explain the whole, because the, somebody out there is listening going, I, I think I'm going to buy a ticket, but I want to, I kind of want to understand what it's like when I get there. Yeah, you get there and you smell the pinion wood that is burning throughout the office. That's right. The music is blasting uh, through the whole office as well. Um, and it's filled with, uh, with comedy throughout the education. Why? It's very funny. Uh, because it makes it more uh, engaging, and it makes it easier for and to- this 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 just it. Most people Z will go see a movie because it's enjoyable. People will go get a hamburger because no it tastes good. Oh wow! People get ice cream because it tastes good. Shocking, but people actually do stuff they enjoy doing. Yes. Mm. So when you can laugh and learn, it's mm. the ultimate combination. It really is. The, the the academics though hate it though. That they do. Well, this was actually, this event wasn't reverent. This wasn't, I thought this event was supposed to be boring and formal, like college. That way no one will remember anything. Chup, can you compare the workshops to your college experience at Oklahoma State University? Well, first of all, you're going to be listening to people who have actually done something in the what? business field and not just been teachers uh, the oh. entire time. And you're going to leave with actual practical action steps that you can implement the next day. You can get started implementing these moves and these systems and everything that we're going to teach you. And that is not my experience at business college whatsoever. So what I, what, what, what I want to do during the break uh, is I want John Tom to kind of think about all the things you learned while interning that allowed you to produce income, revenue producing skills. There are a lot of things you could learn that don't produce revenue, but I want you to kind of make a list of all the revenue producing skills that you learned. I'd like for you to share with the listeners, because a lot of listeners like this show because they laugh and they learn and have a good time, but I want to teach all the listeners revenue producing skills. And one revenue producing skill you have to learn is you have to make sure that everybody in your city knows the name of your company. So if you're looking to build a building for your business, you need to know the name Williams Contracting. That name is Williams Contract. Williams Contract. That name is Williams Contract. Is he, is he, are you familiar with this company? It's called Williams. I've heard great things about them. Williams Contract. Check, check them out at will con.com. That's will con.com. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And on today's show, we have an opportunity to interview an actual listener who has decided to engage with the show in a way that is is profound it's not normal and it's what we want to see more of 
It's somebody who said, listen, I, I would like to intern. And I remember, I, I remember telling John Tom, we don't really have a position available, a paid position, but it's like, okay, I'll work for free. So John Tom worked for free as an intern for probably a week, I want to say, maybe a week and a half. And then that turned into a paid position because you were doing such a good job. And then that turned into you wanting to open your own company. And that turned into you now having a, a very successful company in Chicago. What is the name of the company? The Chicago Real Estate Photography Company. And uh, what kind of revenue are you doing on a weekly basis right now? Like what kind of gross sales revenue on a weekly basis? Because the business has been, how long has the business been open? The business has been open since August. So we're right at the 10 month mark. So 10 months into the business, how much revenue per week are you generating right now? I'd say on average anywhere between 800 to 1,000. 800 to 1,000. Yes. So it's like a $50,000 a year business. Yes. And it's something you've just you've just started. Mm-hmm. And uh, talk to me about it. Because you're like at the at the uh, beginning stages of something powerful. Yes. Talk to me about what, what are some of the revenue um, producing activities that you learned while interning at Thrive that you're now using to grow your company? Uh, the holy grail that I learned is SEO. Search engine optimization. Yes. So talk to me about search engine optimization. What did you learn while interning for Thrive that maybe the average person wouldn't uh, know? Uh, How to produce content that allows my ideal and likely buyers, when they're searching for my uh, specific service, to put in a particular keyword or phrase, such as Chicago real estate photos, and for my website to come up first so that they can then give me a call and then I can be in business with them. So specifically, um, writing content. What did you learn about writing content while you worked at Thrive? Uh, I learned the formula to successfully write um, uh, this specific content needed for Google to for the the Google gods. Does to, Google work differently than you thought it would work? Yes, it does. It, it I had really no expectations of how it worked. I imagined it was this all-seeing, mysterious amalgamation. <laughs> amalgamation. But I learned what, it's the no, Matrix. Yes. What about gathering reviews? What did you learn about gathering reviews and the importance of doing that? Uh, it is uh, essential to the perception of your company to gather reviews uh, because we actively seek out reviews uh, from our clients, from our friends and family who can validate the service that we are doing. Uh, it you know prevents some crazy, upset person to give us one bad review and that to be the only uh, perception of our company. So how many leads a week are you getting right now? I would say on average, uh, the inbound calls, we have about three to five calls, I'd say on average a week. What are you spending on, on, on advertisement right now? On advertisement, I'd say anywhere between 40 to $60 a week. Okay, so when you get a new client, are you starting to get are you starting to get referrals right now? Yes, oh, yes, yeah. we're getting our first. Now I remember when you waves. interned for us. I feel like you made some cold calls towards the end. I did. Yes. Are you still making cold calls today to land new clients or yes. no? Yes. So talk to me about learning how to make cold calls. So because I think this will be interesting for Doctor Z to hear, learning how to make cold calls. Talk to me about what was going through your head when we first had you start making cold calls for companies. When I first started with cold calls, I was definitely nervous. I felt like I was breaking some rules, uh, calling people who didn't want to talk to me. Uh, But I just began to trust the system um, that was set up and to read the script and uh, to read it in a way that it did not sound as if I was reading a script, but rather having an organic Mm. conversation with another human. And I use that to successfully set appointments to make sales. Z, I want to talk about rejection and your optometry clinic. When you built your optometry clinic, you graduated from NSU. And you went on State University, fine, fine school. And you went on to become the president of IMART, if I'm correct, correct? Correct. There was a, a year of my life. Okay, and so then... Almost, right? 
364 days. Can I can I say how you left iMart? I mean, can we, can we, can I got fired. It's the only job oh. I've been fired from. And when you got fired, how could, how would you describe why you got fired? Oh, the quick and kind of the cute analogy that I use. It's kind of like if you married a gal that's got kids and you get along well with her. And the kids, you know, when she leaves the room, the kids are like, we hate you. Don't touch our mom. Hmm. We're going to make your life miserable. And she comes back in the room. The kids are all like, oh, that's so awesome. The so popcorn awesome. movie. And after a while, it just it, it get, get uh, pretty pretty bad. So I was at the home office. I was 30 years old, and I was president of a company that everybody there in the home office were- How many stores did iMart have when you were the president? 24 we started, and we ended up, on the year that I was there, we opened up another 24, I believe, about two a month. So, so you had 58 stores. Forty? No, that's- Puts it to about 48 to 50 when I left. And so when you got fired, how did you feel? I felt motivated. Did you? I felt motivated. See, this is interesting because that's how I process it too. I felt so, motivated. So when I get, sometimes silence is powerful. I'm just wanting to process this because <laughs> when I get fired or rejected or told no or whatever that is, I immediately bounce back two times more intense immediately and i don't know what that is because that's what i do so it's like my wife has joked about this but there was a guy years ago who physically threatened me and uh my wife was joking we, i'm we, sorry we, about that by the way no, this, this is funny. but i did i mean you were being kind he of, deserved it he no let me explain it. You're good, man. i was at a birthday party for a friend of mine and a guy who started a company by stealing my customers was there oh nice and he made a statement about my wife, and this was probably uh, statute of limitations, probably 12 years ago. Okay. So I would be 30. So I stole uh, his business now. <laughs> I was just 25. Steal his wife. Yeah. Well, he made a statement that wasn't positive about my wife. So I oh, immediately okay. grabbed him, yeah. threw him against this deck, and just went after him. I decided wow. not to unleash haymakers, but I had him down, and it was like in the kill position. Yeah. And he was a little bit bigger than me. Yeah. And my wife goes, I appreciate you for not throwing haymakers because- you would have killed the man. And I said, but he's bigger than me. She goes, that's just, you don't that's, get it. That's not, get it. That doesn't matter. She saw the look in your eyes. Because she gets how I am He's seeing red. Sure. And yeah. I think you shouldn't be an entrepreneur if that is not what you're willing to do when you get rejected. If you're not willing to bounce back two times harder when you get rejected, you should not start yeah, I was fired and before I walked out the door, which wasn't a long walk, by the way, I was already formulating my plan. I was already, I was already engaged in the next I was already engaged in what I was going to do. Stoicism. What is wrong with us, though, that makes us want to fire back two times with, with two times more aggression when we get rejected? Where did you learn that? Or is that just something you've always had? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I grew up with a lot of brothers. <laughs> you know, they're poor, poor with a lot of brothers. I mean, that's a combination of, you know. I, I think, think that how actually many hits brothers? You know, think about it. You could, you know, you could try the curl up in the fetal position and do nothing move. Right. And, and try that a few times and see how it does. Or you could try the wipe it off, shake it off, what's next for me, eyes going forward, don't looking back, what am I going to do next, what's my next move, what are my options? Do you feel like that's the same as Big Brothers? Because you could sit there and whine about it, but it is what it is. They're your big it brothers, is, and they're going to keep beating the crap out of you. So, Wait, so you got to go to plan. You know, you better you know figure out plan. what your next move is. You know, <laughs> guys, when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about pushing back from rejection, fighting through rejection. But before we do that, I want to talk about somebody who's just dominating their competition, oh, somebody yes. who is absolutely oh, the number him. one choice in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you have a Ford automobile and you need to fix your batteries, 
your transmission, your heat and air systems, your suspension and alignment. Everybody is choosing RC Auto Specialists. Jeff, tell us about they? RC Auto Specialists. RC Auto Specialists, they've got over 80 combined years of experience oh, working on Oh, come on now. They also work with a nonprofit called Little Loves where they help. It's a nonprofit supporting orphans across the globe. Mm. So get a hold of these guys at 918-872-8115. Again, 918-872-8115. RCAutospecialist.com. Any Ford, if you guys have a fleet Ford, a Ford of yeah. Yes. Fleet of Fords. You got to get a hold of these guys. RCAutospecialist.com, 918 872 8115. Three, two, one, boom. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe. Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Yes, sir. It's Z and Clay broadcasting from the box in the 918. Business school in the topic today. Check the syllabus is getting you paid. Making the business boom is what we do. Show you All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Today we have a listener who decided to reach out to us to first become an intern at the Thrive Time Show, then went on to become a client of the Thrive Time Show business coaching program, and is now inside the studio. We come full circle. Oh, full and we're circle. talking, Z, about uh, becoming successful, pushing through the pain. And I want to get your final take on this, Z. If somebody out there is listening... And they have found that they become immediately discouraged when they face rejection. What is the tough love mentorship that you want to? We need to give them. If somebody out there says, "Gosh, every time I get rejected, somebody writes a bad thing about me on social media, a, a, a potential customer rejects me, I just immediately feel depressed. I want to quit." But yet you, it takes it takes. But one of my favorite actors in the world. Oh yeah. Is Bill Murray? Oh yeah, oh yeah. One of my or one of his early movies, which still happens to be one that makes me smile every time I think about Caddyshack? it. Caddyshack? No. Stripes? Meatballs? Oh, meatballs! <laughs> and the premise of the movie, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's been it's a I don't know a 30, 40 year old. Oh, movie. this sounds I mean, good. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, meatballs. Yeah. In there, it's the night before the game against the rich kids, against the kids that have it all, right. against the camp that's over the top, obnoxious. And Bill Murray, in an attempt to motivate the team, in an attempt to motivate the kids, starts a chant. A chant. A chant. Okay. Everybody gathers up. Everybody gathers. Everybody gathers up in it, Here okay? And it goes something like this. Here we go. It's a, it's a great moment in the movie. If you haven't seen Meatballs, you should probably this see is, it. This is an actual a shameless endorsement of Meatballs. It, it is. And I, do you, you, I am you, getting you, no... You, I, uh, sponsor you the show. You don't receive any commission <laughs> checks for this. Put Bill Murray on our top 100. We got to throw one. We got oh to throw a line. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Put mean, him on yeah. there. Right now. We got to get him on. There. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> but he, he starts to chant, and it goes something like this: "It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter." And the point is, when you get rejected. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't. Next up. Next on. Next up. Some will. Some won't. Who cares? Who cares? Those that are with you are with you. Those that are getting you, forget about them. Forget Th- about them. This is such it. a profound idea. It really is. And the idea that you can switch gears and go forward and say, okay, that didn't work. What's next? And that's where you got to look at it. There's a reason why, folks, listen, the eyes are not in the back of your head. Do you know why my wife is so hot? They're in the front of your head. Do you know why my wife is so hot? Because she takes good care of herself, has good DNA, and... Uh, Do you know why I went after my wife? 
Because she's so hot. She was a cheerleader at ORU. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. She's so attractive. She takes good care of her. She eats organic. She takes good care of herself. I remember telling my buddies, like, "Uh, she will be mine. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Someday. Did she ever reject you? I mean, really, (laughs) full on. Did you ever get... Oh, yeah. The early days. Yeah, yeah. How'd that look? Well, what happened was is that we have this thing called, called, get your roommate a date. Oh, yeah. Get your roommate a date. (laughs) Get your roommate a date. And so your roommate is supposed to get you a date. So my roommate was already dating somebody, so he didn't want to participate. So I reached out to my friend Jake Aldridge, who was a soccer player, Division I scholarship, full scholarship player at Oral University. Bring in the soccer stuff. And Jake starts sitting next to her, referring me. He's like, yeah, you know, Vanessa, we have this get your roommate a date. My buddy (laughs) buddy is like- uh, So they they dated for three months and then- (laughs) (laughs) No, but Jake is- was was dating a, another person, but Jake, 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 Jake explained to Vanessa. He goes, "You know, God, my friend Clay. He's a, he's, he's a walking testimonial. He's a great dude, <laughs> great wingman. By the way, this, and, is, this is what you do. And it. here's the deal: is like I, I, he's like really focused on his business. That guy's going to be something. Like he's going to be huge. And I'm just telling you, he doesn't really. His roommate is like not going to ask anybody out. So I feel like I like, almost like I have like an obligation to refer. Yeah. yeah. You. I mean, would you would you go with my friend? I mean, I, I could ask him. I don't even know if he's interested because he's so focused on business. So and focused. Success. He's going to be a rock star someday. Yeah. And if you notice, his skin is so pale because he's he's so always he, inside work. So he books the deal. Now, Vanessa's gone on like, I, I literally, if you ask her, I think she went on a get your roommate a date date every weekend her entire freshman year. Like probably like <laughs> 40 dates. A lot of guys swinging at that. Yeah. And so what happens is, is that um, it basically Vanessa, is, is, she says yes, because she said yes to everybody. So on our date, we're at, uh, um, it's Uno's Pizzeria. They're over there by uh, 51st, I did believe. Did you do any in intel research to see if she liked pizza, or why did you pick that place? Well, we all that? went. All the guys took all their dates at one time to get your roommate a date. Oh, I see. So okay. it was like 30 guys okay. Okay. on 30 dates. And so we go there, and all I, could, all I know is like, gosh, she is just hot. But the conversations are going nowhere. So I'm trying Uh-oh. moves. I'm like, hey, so uh, where are you from? And she's like, Louisville. And I'm like, okay, well, so uh, so what do you like to do when you're not cheering? Read books. So what do you, and it's just like every conversation's like oh, yeah. that. And struggle, I, I got, struggle would, mode. You're on the struggle bus. Yeah. And all, all I would say is that every date, she wouldn't really talk to me. And that's what made me. I'm like, I am going to crack. <laughs> I'm going to crack this egg. It's going to happen. Crack this egg. I'm cracking this I'm egg. Long story short, I'm making a She tells her roommate after like the third or fourth date that she's going to marry me. Whoa. But what? I never Things knew. Things escalated that. quickly there. But wow. I never knew. I thought I'm getting rejected. So I'm like, I moved in for like our first kiss, rejected. Moving again, rejected. That's right. It was three times I got rejected for that first kiss. It was crazy. Wow. But she knows that men want what they can't have. Oh. And she told me that today. Oh. She, she told me that. She goes, that is why I did that. And I'm like, what? That's meta. Wow. That is but I didn't think that deep. Meta. I was very much like, okay, I'm just getting rejected. Who cares? Who cares? You, and you want you know stayed you stayed on it. Stay the course. Now, 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 now John Tom. Course. Now John Tom is a business coach client, a former intern. And he has some tough questions for you, Z. He can ask any question to you that he wants. There's no nothing's out of bounds. You know, I just want to wrap up that thought with. Yeah. I bet you didn't reject your kisses now. Oh well, yeah. that's right. That's why we have come five on. kids. Yeah. Yeah, come on. We'd have ten okay. if I wasn't forced to have a vasectomy. All right, John. Tom. <laughs> All right, John. Seven hundred kids. All right. So as the business grows and I'm wanting to begin delegating tasks to others involved in my business, how do I prioritize uh, which systems to develop first? 
They're the ones you want to delegate. You, in order to delegate, you have to make sure that the system is written down, it's it's tried and true, that you know you can hand it off to somebody, yes. and that it's going to work. Because you can't you delegate something that doesn't work because you haven't done it. Thank you. And you have to write it down. It has to be something legible, and it has to be the steps that they need to do. Yes. So many clients will want to, not our clients, but other people's clients, they'll want to delegate Hey, make cold calls, but they, they're using a script that's never been proven to work. Right. Or they don't even tell them what to do. They go, cold call. Yeah, you just, 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 just call just call people. It's got to work. Call, it's got to be done effectively and documented. Then you can delegate. Done effectively and documented. Then you can delegate. 3D, baby. Boom, done, boom. documented, delegated. 3D. Next question. Next question. Uh, is it more important to get out of debt as quickly as possible or to continue minimal payments on the debt and use the funds we are earning now to Ooh. reinvest into the business to generate a higher volume of revenue Reinvest! 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 If you were, it it, if you were a country called the United States of America, you would also want to reinvest! 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 So what you're saying is that's the most American thing he could do. Absolutely. Z, back to you. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the mindset, and, and I know it's, it's, it's lovely to think I'm debt-free. Debt-free, baby. I'm debt-free. Debt-free. The, no the day I'm debt-free is the day I'm not, I'm not out there charging. Oh. You know? You want to use other people's money, honey. You want to charge. You want to build. You want to grow. You want to, what you put into it today is going to pay much more dividends than just saying, you know what? I'm going to hunker down. I'm not going to grow. I'm just going to get down my Can debt. I just let a, a moment occur real quick? I want to have a moment. I want to have a moment. Please I watched that, that Tony this, Robbins like on a moment, Netflix moment? Yeah. where he says, we just had a moment. So we I'm going to let the silence oh, be the teacher here. I'm okay. Here we go. Selah. Back to you, John Tom. Okay. Next question. All Next right. question. Uh, my question to you, uh, Dr. Zellner, is... <sighs> not a tough one. Not a tough one. Coming in. I have no idea what he's going to ask, by the way. It's going to be too tough. <laughs> Uh, so I find myself um, spending a large amount of time uh, editing uh, the projects uh, for clients who are wanting very specific uh, things different on their videos than what are uh, offered in our initial uh, packages. Okay. They're wanting uh, different. So should I uh, pull the brakes on what they're doing to begin to earn time freedom or should I start to try and find a way to systemize everyone's different little needs uh, so I could get as many uh, clients as possible. Here's what you need to do. You need to make different packages, and the more they go off package, the more expensive it gets, number one. Ooh. Okay? Number two, each one of those packages has a system, so you're, it's not your no surprise. A system. Someone could come up with something unique, and guess what? Unique is more money. More the money. More the more 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 money. So once you get the system down, you go, okay, here's, I've done this now for 10 months. These are the packages these are the ones that make sense. This takes the most work, so therefore I'm going to charge the most for it. All right? Yeah. Now, if you want some custom that I don't offer, because I offer A through B through C through D through E, you name them, cool names. Don't do like Clay, trying to sell wedding packages to women and name them all after like Star, Star Wars. Wars creatures. You the know? was a poor decision early yeah, on in yeah. my career. Yeah. Or after, after, you know, minerals, you know. Do you want the gold platinum package, ma'am? No, you want to name them flowers and something. Now, Z, for any other questions that the Thrive Nation has, they can go to thrivetimeshow.com for the podcast, the workshops, the one-on-one business coaching, and thousands of videos you can find thousands. there. All at thrivetimeshow.com. Without any further ado, three, three two, two, one.